TwoQuestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancimo. Joining me today is Kyle Davis. He's a chartered occupational psychologist, therapist, coach, trainer, and author. He's the creator of Energy Flow Coaching, and he's the author of this book, The Intelligent Body, Reversing Chronic Fatigue and Pain from the Inside Out. We've talked about this book twice before, and it's so good that I brought him back for a third time. Hi, Kyle. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me back. It's great to be here. I hope people are not bored talking about my book. <laughs> I can't be, it's such a good book. And, and I keep finding things that I want to ask you about. And there, there are just such interesting little pockets in this book that I want to dig into. So in previous shows, we've talked about stress you don't know is there. We've talked about how the symptoms of your body show up and our solutions. And we've talked about speaking your truth. Today, I want to talk a little bit about self-actualization. Um, because I think that's, that's deep. all. That's I mean, don't you think that's, it is deep, but, but don't you think that's a lot of what the, the second half of the book is about? I, I think all of my work is kind of about that, really, yeah. Yeah, both of our work, really. <laughs> yes. Um, you have a chapter in the book that's titled Defining You, and you talk about how the purpose of life is to experience yourself as fully and completely as you can without judgment limits. And I wanted to ask, why is it so important that we're able to define ourselves? Um, now, this we've got to frame this a little bit because when I'm talking about uh, us defining ourselves, I'm not talking about us doing that from a from a mental standpoint where we say, well, well, this is me. I'm like this. I'm like that. I'm like you know whatever. I think people often want to do that, and I think our ego already does that. Our ego kind of looks back into the past and says, this is who I am, this is what I've done, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, and projects that out into the future. I think very often we restrict or limit ourselves. So from my perspective, us defining who we are is done through the body, through the wisdom of the body, through feeling. Um, in my esoteric kind of perspective I, I like to believe that we are a flow of consciousness and that we have the capacity to be lots of things so we don't have to rigidly define ourselves mm -hmm. however what often happens is that we end up being more of who we're not than who we who we actually are mm -hmm. and it's not that we have to as I say rigidly define who we are but often what we do is we rigidly define who we're not and the way we do that is through the ego, looking back at who we've been, but also because we want to fit in. We want to be right. successful. We want to do the right thing. We want to be the good boy, the good girl. We want to get the job, the, you know, and all of that kind of stuff. And because we want to be liked and we want to be accepted, we tend to manipulate ourselves and then project this version of who we are. And because that, that, that's, that might be fine. But when people experience anything from a health problem through to feeling stuck or lost or confused, then it is a problem. And that's when we need to get that sense of, all right, well, I need to redefine it. In fact, I need to loosen the definition from something which I thought I was, and I need to open up to the idea that actually I'm probably much more than I think I am. So the thing that I often say to my clients is, allow yourself to be curious about who you might be. And that comes again through feeling, because as I've probably said in, in, in previous shows, we very often 
tend to play out patterns over and over again and we live from that that space of the mind and where we're defining ourselves in that restricted way but by getting into the body and beginning to feel uh, it's it can be quite amazing because we can feel quite different than we think we are often you know we kind of think oh this is me this is what i like but you're the wisdom of the body may want to take you down this route rather than down that route so defining ourselves is important in, in in as much as we need to be opening up to who we might be uh and getting away from that idea that we're you know we're kind of playing out some role which is who we're not does that make sense yeah, well, speaking of playing a role, um, there, there's another, there's a part in that chapter where you talk about performing, wearing a mask. And I recently found myself talking with someone that I've known my entire life, and I realized she was only sharing like super positive things with me and was clearly performing for me. And I also, in reflecting on that and thinking about how that m made me feel so distant from her, I thought also about how I was raised and I was raised that you should always engage in a certain amount of impression management and, and, you know, make sure that you're always putting on your best, putting your best foot forward and you're not troubling others with your troubles. And, you know, you don't need to share all that and all that, but, but, and, and I think that's true that you don't have to share everything about yourself with all people, but not being able to keeps you distant from others. And in the book, you talk about how, also this concept of performing scatters your energy externally so you're never able to truly be your true self so what's the consequence of that and perhaps more importantly how do we stop doing that <laughs> well, i think there's, there's probably two really interesting points there uh, if i can remember what they are so the first one is you said about connecting with others and there's no mm -hmm. doubt that we have to connect with ourselves first Mm -hmm. when we do that and we open up then we connect with 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 others if we're disconnected from ourselves we can't connect with uh, with uh, others so that's the first thing so that's the first reason why why it's important and i think you're right there is that sense of well you don't have to reveal everything mm -hmm. but for me it's down to the motivation behind why you might say something or do something as opposed to why you might not and that needs to be guided in order for us to be happy and healthy and all the rest of it. The motivation needs to be that we are having an experience of ourselves. So I am saying what I'm saying, I'm doing what I'm doing, because in this moment, I'm having an experience of being me for me. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it because of you. I'm not doing it because I want you to like me, to love me, to approve of me. As soon as I step over that line, and I decide that, right, well, what's important to me is that, that you like me and I'm going to behave in a way that, that, that tries to, to create that. That's when I, I'm deviating from the essence of who I am. And that mm. is when I'll experience problems. So that's the, and those problems can be anxiety, depression, a whole host of problems, really. You can feel confused, lost. As I say, there's a, there's a spectrum of problems. And you know, that's not going to be the sole cause. It's a piece of a, of a, of a, of a puzzle. But that's, I think that's the crucial thing. Now, how do we stop that is, well, if I, if I tell you a quick story. So I had a client uh, recently and he was a guy and he, he'd had a new job. And he was telling me that part of his job was driving a forklift truck. And he said there were some days where he was riddled with anxiety driving this forklift truck. And other days when he's absolutely fine and he couldn't figure out why. Hmm. So when I asked him to go back into those, those memories, when he was 
the memories of driving the forklift truck when he was riddled with anxiety, he was, his energy was scattered. He was very aware that there were other people in, in the warehouse mm -hmm. and his sense was they're looking at me and I need to, 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 to impress them at, at some level. Mm -hmm. So that's what was, so he's very aware of, his, he's changing his behavior based upon trying to have other people, you know, think highly of him. As a result of that, his body sends anxiety. In the times, in the memories and the times where he didn't have any anxiety, he was very aware that his focus was just on the activity that he was doing. He wasn't even aware whether there was anyone else actually in, in the warehouse with so the way we get the way we turn it round is, is we bring our energy back and then we we operate kind of from the inside out we operate as a flow where it's well i'm doing whatever i'm doing and in doing whatever i'm doing i'm being me so it's that's the simplest way you know looking at a, a sort of a short show like this this the simplest way is to bring your attention back to you inside of you and imagine that you're flowing out rather than having that that fixation on everyone else around me and what do they what what, what do they they, they 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 think of me it's exactly the same if you have anyone listening or watching now that has an issue with public speaking if they think about the anxiety that they have what they'll be doing inside their their, their mind and bodies they'll be aware of what do other people think of me so their energy will be out there almost like a spotlight mm -hmm. out there mm -hmm. shining in on what do these people out there uh, think of me and how do I have to adjust myself to match this ideal that I think they want now okay. as soon as we take that spotlight from out there and turn it round and, and have it from inside out well I'm going to be me I'm going to present this in the best way for me and I'm going to I'm going to help these people by by offering some something for them, but I'm doing it in a way where I am being me. I'm flowing, and when the spotlight comes from inside to out rather than from outside to in, the anxiety goes through through the floor, meaning it's not there anymore. So that's that's where that notion of performing is you know is uh, is is useful to kind of to bear in mind on the impact that it might have. It's so interesting and and it stuck with me, I think, because it's such a prevalent, performing has such a prevalent presence in my life <laughs> and always has. And so I would imagine that this effort to bring the energy and the awareness back inside takes some practice. Is that reasonable to say? Yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. Okay, okay. Very interesting. <laughs> I think for me, a lot of practice. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it's interesting because that that that, that example you gave is, is quite common because people I meet that are spiritual um, and if they're into kind of self-help, it's almost like I can't be seen to be in a bad space. I can't yes. be seen to be angry or to be sad or to be fearful. So as a result yeah. of that, I'm going to push all that to one side. Um, now, because if you're in that space, it doesn't mean you have to tell everyone about it. Right. But if you're trying to convey something which is not true and the, the motivation behind you, you conveying that is I want you to, to think well of me or I want you to think that I'm a spiritual or evolved person or, or kind of with it, you know, mm. then that's when problems are, are likely to have to, to occur. Yeah, and I and I think that's something that is probably a little bit pervasive in industries like ours because we're supposed to be the ones with the answers, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. 
heal thyself kind of thing. But we have challenges. Some of the, I'll tell you what, I know some people, I went to school with some people who were, who became therapists, I'm not talking about you, Kyle, I don't know that about you, but I'm saying I went to, <laughs> I went to school with some people who were therapists and who became psychologists and boy, they were pretty broken people. And they, <laughs> they were some of the most, the craziest people I ever met. So I think sometimes people think that we're supposed to be the answers when in fact, and, and, um, I interviewed, um, uh, Ned Hollowell, who is a well-known psychiatrist. And he wrote this great book about his history and all the things he went through. And, and I was amazed to read that memoir because I, I think, I think the people that we think have the answers, we assume they're deeply ingraining those answers. And in fact, I think sometimes we do, but at the same time, there's a reason we do what we do. I, I do what I do because I grew up in a dysfunctional home and I'm fascinated by how can I help people have, what can I fix? And I'm always trying to fix it. So I think maybe people have a slightly different idea of who we really are. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, I know I'm, about me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I always say to, to, to my clients, I, if anything, I'm one step ahead. You exactly. Know, my challenges, I'm walking my journey, my path. And, you know, God knows I've had all sorts of problems. So that's how I see me. And it's, yeah. you know, everything in my, in my book, everything in my work comes from, a, from not only years of working with people, but the fact that I've, I've tried everything on myself and I've needed yeah. to try everything on myself. What that means is I walk my walk, you know, or I walk yeah. my talk or whatever you, you'd say. You know, I, walk, I walk the walk. That's what it's yes. talking about. And for me, that's, it's, that's, that's crucial. Um, yeah. But it gives me that, 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 that combined thing of training, experience, plus life experience and, and wearing what it is that I do. And that's why I'm so, I, the, the, the passion is there because I can see the effect it has both in my own life as well as those I work with. Exactly. Oh, I'm always so happy when you're here. I just think you are wise and I enjoy your work so much. And this book is a really, really good book. Thank my you goodness. very much. <laughs> well, I hope you'll come back. Maybe we'll talk about this. Maybe we'll talk about something else. I don't know, but you're always a great guest. So you're welcome to come back. Anytime. I should write another book, shouldn't I? So yes, can... would you please? <laughs> I will. I will. Okay. <laughs> hey, where can people find you, Kyle? So my website is energyflowcoaching.com. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. So you can find me in all of those places. Great. And we'll have all those links in the show notes for today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you very much for having me back. All right, viewers, here's the book. Go get your copy because this isn't just, I know it says chronic fatigue and pain. That's not, this book is better, bigger than that. It's, it's a more general topic. I don't have chronic fatigue and pain. I just love this book. I thought it was fantastic. I think everyone should read it. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini-Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.